fucking surprising. I was wondering why I got tagged in something. I was like, I don't know who you are. Why don't you tell everybody what you got tagged in? Uh, I got tagged in the support of the people contest that Thrones War had. Uh, it was predictions, a bunch of random predictions. The only one I can actually remember I picked was that Night's Watch would win, and ha <laughs> Did. Night's Watch did win. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's up, everybody? This is Benz from www.jumpthedice.com, and we are back from Thrones War 2018. Alfie, Z-Man, and Bus and I all went down to sunny San Diego about a week or so ago. Um, hopefully by the time you hear this, no more than three weeks ago. And we went to Thrones War. We went to our very first large th- uh, Game of Thrones tourney, would you say, Alfie? Not your first, because you went to Worlds. Yeah, but for, as a collective group, the uh, AZ meta, we came in uh, came in hot and burned out pretty quick. But, you know, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I think burned out pretty quick is uh, very, very accurate. I thought my star was going pretty bright there, and it didn't end up as nice as I would have liked it. But uh, a ton of fun, and we're going to kind of talk about that today. But, yeah, Z-Man over here made all these predictions, and in the midst of trying to figure out how to record this podcast... He found out that he won. Sadly, since he went to Thrones War, uh, he won nothing. Yeah, the prize was uh, the new... They had special banner cards for each faction, which they gave us all that went there. So, I mean, it wouldn't make much sense for me to get them anyway. But, goddamn, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Won. And, like, of course you won. I do want to know what else he... <laughs> and you got, like... Did you... You got, like, 25 points, I saw. 25. Does yeah. that mean you got everything right? No, it was out of 42. Okay. So, I At some point, we do we do got to go back and see kind of, of what you got. Did we send it to Ryan? Yeah, we sent it to Ryan. I might text him. Uh, like you sent it to John, Johnny Wright. Did we? Yeah. That's, who, that's, right? that's who does the Google Docs? Okay. I should have sent him a message and asked him what mine was because I don't remember. Uh, by the way, before we get into this any further, uh, any of you guys out there from Thrones War, the Ryan or Chris or any of the other people who kind of put that together, uh, as a collective, we'd love to thank you all for just an amazing weekend i know all of us had a blast just so much fun and like the fact that they opened up their houses for us like just i thought it was one of the best weekends i've had in a long time it was a ton of fun it was mind-blowingly exhausting yes but it was a lot of agree fun. <laughs> i don't know the last time i've been so exhausted than that saturday night when i was cuddling up against you zach <laughs> we knocked out hard. I mean, oh, it was eight, so eight, hard. By 8 o'clock, we were done. All of us. And I know you two, like, wow. tried to keep going. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't like the first night. The first night, we were ready. We were ready to party. And we partied hard. Yeah. And by Saturday, it was over. Um, all right. Bus, you're going to a tournament. Uh, that's my plan. Uh, next Saturday, uh, there's a tournament on the Oceanside. And I'm... I've already talked with my girlfriend Diane, and she gave me the A okay. So it's <laughs> important. Very good. Where Where's Oceanside? It's about forty minutes north of me. Okay, so about halfway to LA ish. Uh, more like halfway to Anaheim. Yeah. Oh, Are have That's you right. talked to any of the other San Diego guys? Uh, I talked to Stephen, who's from LA, and uh, John Krause was the one who originally told me about it. So. Kind of talked to him about it. Nice. Um, I want to next Thursday. I'm gonna go to like the Casual Thrones that they have at Eddie's Games, and I'm gonna try to hit it up and just kind of talk to the guys, see what's going on. That's dude. That's that's super cool. Like you get to you get to play with these like a different class of player than say we have here. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how different class it is now that we've been to Thrones. Oh yeah. Um. 
just and it, you know I, I was thinking and, and this isn't a knock against AZ at all but just going there and seeing those players one how good they are and then how nice they are and then going to the tournaments here it's totally different <laughs> oh it, especially just how like willing they are to accept you it's like yeah this, yeah come like, talk to me sit, sit here come to my house drink my st- stuff doesn't matter it's, everyone's okay I mean, you've been to plenty of tournaments here. Like, it's it's a different vibe there. Well, yeah, I mean, we we don't really have a competitive scene here. We're the no. only we're the only three plus you, Mark. We're the only four uh, competitive players of Thrones in the valley. Sure, but there's guys at those tournaments. Sure. Yeah, there's a few, not a lot, right? We ten max yeah. people, and we and rail on them. Yeah, we're the best here, and. We went three and four at Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't get in the draft, okay? Like we did. We all did. We, we, we all did pretty good in the draft. We all should have won the match. Uh, yeah, Z, Z, Z Man <laughs> took the high road because me and him won Steve, the bag. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. I'm, I'm glad I did. Would not have done it if I'd known a all of you were gonna play another game for the ones that did, or b that all three of you would fucking win a match. Yeah, I, I had to, like, go toe-to-toe with Simon from Denmark for that bat. Which was awesome, because Simon was awesome. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Super, super cool, guy. cool guy. To even be like, oh, if you guys come out for Stalic, let me know. I'll tell you what not to do. Yeah. yeah. And which was, like, such a cool, like, and then we spoke for hours, man, like, forever about it. And then he took a shot of bacon vodka with us. Oh, dude. Speaking of which, back to your tournament, what are you going to play? I've been playing a lot of Targ, obviously, for the Thrones War, because that was kind of what I wanted to do, was supposed to do. Uh, but, I mean, before that, I was playing a lot of Greyjoy and Martell, and I kind of want to get back to one of those two, uh, just because I feel really comfortable with that, and I want a comfortable deck. Why don't you want to play Greyjoy? Greyjoy is just boring. It is the most boring faction. He hates Greyjoy I really I think, think you just they have they have they have the least amount of interesting cards there is. You're not wrong. Thank you. I, I mean I agree with you. Guys. Don't stand there. Don't wrong. say but. I think they're very straightforward cards where like you know exactly what you're running into and you run into it. There's a couple. There's a, there's a couple interesting cards. You got Tris Botley. That's kind of an interesting, very interesting card. Sure. Little Theon. That's actually interesting. Of people higher than you. There's yeah. no way to lower your strength. Really. No, no, agree. So anybody higher than you doesn't count. That's interesting. Victorian's kind of got an interesting ability, but they have so many other saves that his ability isn't actually uh, that useful. It can be useful. You can sure. make a decision there, but the rest of their cards are pretty just like. Eh, Blood they're, they're just good, or what? You know, King Balon's kind of cool. I have nothing against Greyjoy. I just did terrible with Greyjoy. So like, you did it though. Me and you did the best. I did. Yeah, three and four is bad. It's bad, but I was still top seventy. <laughs> Out of a hundred, <laughs> I was top sixty-five. You got a thirty. You got forty percent. I think it's again stuff that we had talked about just a bit ago too. Is that they have two of two of the three Sweeney cards that you ate. I think that can play into it. They do, but to me, it's not that. I, I find them find them incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. I don't think they actually do anything interesting. Like you know, those two things go hand in hand. But I don't I don't think they actually do anything interesting. Well, because the thing is with the locations, basically what they're like the new locations they're trying to get to do is like oh more pillage, but you don't need to do that to win with Greyjoy. In fact, it's probably easier to not do that and just play the big 
characters they have. I, I would right. I would agree that I think I think pillage is like a sub mechanic that if you focus on that, you probably have a less tuned deck. Right. And also, I, I think pillage is probably the dumbest mechanic. And I've made a million pillage decks, and it always wins because I just play good cards. Exactly. Right. Because I have Euron and Asha and whoever out, Balon with the King of Salt and Rock. Right. And it just wins <laughs> that way. I I think Corpse Lake is interesting. Why? Because because yeah, because a card just gets discarded from their deck and also you get power? How's that interesting? I think because it makes it's starting to make pillage a viable but keyword. Like I just said, pillage is the most un it's the most un like what do you what do you do for pillage? You win a challenge and all of a sudden you can get all sorts of cool stuff. From winning a challenge. But, like... Silence is crew, sure, sure. Certain things are fine. Silence is crew, right? That's an interesting idea. Oh, I pillage a certain type of card. They become stronger. That's what Corpse Lake does. That's not what Cor- Corpse Lake doesn't do that. It becomes a specific stronger, type of card. It gains power. You, you get power. It gains power. Power is very different than getting, getting stronger. Stronger, you are becoming uh, either more resilient or you are becoming... Uh, you are becoming a bigger character. Corpse Lake doesn't become a bigger location. It just hoards power on it. When you pillage certain things, I think that's interesting. It's RNG. I won't I mean, deny but, that. But we di- but we disagreed since the beginning of the game about pillage. You think that that's a great idea, and I right. think pillage is stupid. But that goes back to magic because I love Millstone. I know. You, I mean, you like Millstone and Hearthstone as well. Like, you're a very yeah. player. Yeah, and I've I, always, I've always loved dis. I, I, I mean, I love any kind of discard. I've always loved discard. I it, it would be my dying wish to make a proper Lanny discard deck. That just wins that way. Fortunately, Martel probably just has a better discard, discard deck. Oh yeah, I mean you have his Viper's Eyes and didn't see him. Lady doesn't even have the best discard cards anymore. Mm-mm. Like they never did. They had at least more intrigue icons in the beginning, but now you have yeah just better cards. Right. I mean Martel's getting that girl that never dies, and when she does die, she just intrigues more cards out of your hand. Yeah. Gosh, that's Martel box is gonna be insane. Yeah, they're gonna stop playing. <laughs> um, okay, so but you mentioned Martel. What? And I know earlier we had said Martel Targ. What do you do there? Uh, well, with Martel Targ. Martel Dragon. Uh, let's get it right. All right, all right, all right. Martel, yeah, Martel Dragon. Dragon. Uh, I mean, I'd made a Targ Sun deck, and that was focused on just using all discards and flea bottom. Not. Necessarily discard, but like the ambush, you like bring once to put into play, you can do this, or once to put in the challenge section, you can do this. Um, all those small characters, and then on top of that, I was using a lot of burn. So if you're going with Martell heavy, then the only reason you do that is to try to use like the actual loyalty cards. Um, things kind of deflect more of like their challenges back to them, or just like to stop them outright. What did what did you uh, say? As to, like, the, did you say Martel Dragon? I said do a Martel Dragon, but he had said he had looked at a Targ Sun. Do a Targ Sun. If you're more comfortable with Targ Sun, I say go with that, you know, because you, you already have an idea of how that kind of feels and plays. Martel Dragon, like like you said, I think it's a... What do you take from there for loyal? You got, I mean... For Med- the loyal cards yeah. for Martel? Yeah. I think you take Ario, you take Greenblood Trader, um, you possibly take Secret Schemes if you want, although you don't need it. Gaston Gray is always very good. Are you? I mean, are you? Are you looking to go second with that game? Do you need so, to go second for Gaston Gray? No, to take uh, the location. The the two cost location, the economy location. 
Oh, Dornish Fiefdom? Yeah, Dornish Fiefdom. Oh, yeah, and that's a much better that's a much better economy location than Slaver's Bay Port. Sure. Yeah, yeah you would probably need those second. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you running Vengeance in that deck? I probably wouldn't, but you're not going to lack for a military claim. Or that's true. You can probably stop any any entry challenge you want to. So I don't think there's any reason to run Vengeance. I'd run his Viper Eyes. Are you running? Are you running Core? Are you running Core Arian to get even more yes. jumps? Yeah, I'd yeah, probably run two to three Core Arian. Is Kotho Venomous Blade? I'd do it for Venomous Blade as well. Just I for fun. I wouldn't do Kotho because you have to discard two Tar cards. Right. Okay. And yeah, you're probably bad. running the minimum of twelve Tar cards in that deck. Um. Venomous yeah. Blade literally just destroys Night's Watch. It does. Like, it does actually. painfully, where you're just yeah. so upset yeah. for hours because the game still takes forever. It hurts Martell. It does hurt Martell. It hurts. It can be pretty effective against Greyjoy. It can be pretty effective against Pyra. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't great against Targ just because of fire and blood. They can get their dragons back pretty easily. And Tyrell doesn't have small characters. Tyrell can kill us. Kill whatever you want. They got six more seven costers that are coming right. out. Tark doesn't have a lot of two strength characters. It's like Viserion. That's and Viserys. That's about it. Yeah. But Viserys, you venomous blade him. He's gonna die, and he's gonna get rid of your venomous blade. And good luck cycling that, right? So it's like you don't want to hit him with it. Yeah. That's when you play Wise Master. <laughs> Wise Master wouldn't work because Wise Master gets an out of faction event. Or, or which fact Martell's your faction and at that when point. When Martell's your faction, also there's a ruling: out of faction does not be neutral. Which yeah, is very interesting. Super interesting. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was the whole reason why I didn't think about playing it. No, yeah, you don't want. Uh, I did not it doesn't know get that. your milks or nightmares or Iron Bank or any of that. Which is crazy. Huh. Not crazy, not but it makes that. it makes it not crazy. Huh. Yeah. It's a, kind of a stupid thing. But. I totally it's, agree. It's completely out of faction. Because there's other cards that say... Yeah, but it's not neutral, it's not a faction. Yeah. So it's yeah. not out of... It's, see, but I see well, it as like faction is A and anything other than A is out. No, but what it's saying is it's, 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 it's out of your main faction, sure. but it's not in It's not another in another faction. faction. Yeah, yeah, there's other cards that say non-Tyrell card. Yeah. It basically says not A and not X. Or non-loyal card. Right. Um, okay, so what are you thinking, man? You gonna you gonna go with the Targ Martell? Targ son, uh, Targ son. I'm gonna mess around with some things. I really do want to run. The, okay, the big reason why I want to run, uh, run a Martell deck is because I love Boneway. <laughs> I love that I you love Boneway. I just want to make it work, you know. I love. You, you sound like you sound like Ben's right now. You just want to make like cards that aren't there. You just want to make them work. Exactly. Okay, because also remember way back in the day, Marcel Crossing. I love that deck. I love that deck too. That was so much fun to play against. Do a Martel Martel HRD Boneway. Do it, dude. You won't. You can't see it right now, but I'm I'm jerking off under the table and then I'm splatting all over the mic. To run Martel what? Martel HRD Boneway. Oh yeah, I I do have one for that. Dude, oh, do do Martell HRD Greenblood. Why not? You won't. Which one's Greenblood? Uh, every all your Martell characters get plus one well, for, for summer, summer plot revealed. I like it. Uh, cool. Just hope you play a Bitterbridge deck and you get that double summer plus two. Yeah. What up? And then you can uh, 
What's that new sick location for Tell that? Watering. Water gardens. Water gardens. Water gardens is dope, dude. I think your I think your Martel Bonaway deck is gonna be the hit. Yeah, but it's not good with that. I'm assuming. Yeah, anyway, I, I'll have to figure it out, but I'll bring a few decks to next Thursday when I play some guys. What's, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. bring bring your Bonaway deck and then let us know how that works. Oh, I will. I love that you actually had fun playing Targ that you still consider playing it. You know, and that was the thing after the weekend that Thrones War weekend. I was like, "Fuck Targ, dude! I'm so done with it." But that was just because I ended terribly, and then I mean, Targ's just not a bad faction. There's not. I just had a terrible deck. <laughs> so I, it, I'm with you. You mentioned something. Uh, I, literally, I haven't touched my computer, Thrones DB, other than talking about cards. Since a couple days ago. You just played Night's Watch. Since a couple days ago. Like, after after that, like, I... I, yeah, I Until a couple days ago. Yeah, until a couple days ago. I, like, just didn't want to look at them. You took a week and a half off. Yeah. And you took a week off. You took a week off of Thrones. I took a week off of Thrones. I mean, aside from the fact that, like, we didn't get together last week because of family, uh, which was good. And then just, I had... And then I remember I texted you. I was like, dude, back at work, all I could think about... Is new decks I want to build. Yeah. Then I got on it and it was just like going crazy. But yeah, dude, for that whole week, like, I didn't want to look at Thrones DB. I didn't want to open up my boxes. I was fine with just like just letting that kind of sit. But I'm so ready to get back in and like with the cards coming out, I think there's gonna be some huge things coming. I'm excited. I mean, Militant's gonna be huge. It's gonna shake up the meta like crazy. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right, let's talk about war. We went to Thrones War, which stands for Weekend at Ryan's. Uh, it is a yearly competition held by world champion Ryan Jones. He's been hosting it for a couple years now. Yeah, I think they, they started as just a small thing with friends. It, it's been going on for at least like five or six years. Uh, and we yeah. looked at pictures. like it, I mean, it started in just his backyard, which we were lucky enough to see. It's huge. It's huge. But now it's into a kind of a, a, a Masonic Hall. And I was talking to Chris Schoenthal, and he even said, like, they're probably going to have to get a bigger space next year. Probably, yeah. Um, this year, I believe four countries were represented outside of oh, America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, outside of America. Outside of America. There's five total. Canada, Brazil. Uh, Denmark. Denmark and Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a German there? Mark, do you have a German on your team? No. Uh, he's originally from uh, Germany, but he's an American citizen. Because Buzz okay. is Swedish and Steven's Denmark. He still has like a heavy accent. Well, not heavy, but he has an accent. Yeah. Um, Super cool. And then there were like a million states were there. I don't think all 50, but quite a few of us were there. Probably not close to all 50. Probably less than 10. The best was there. Like, oh, there's a bunch of states here. Um, Just, just. So, and then for those of you who don't know, the, the way it's set up is everybody's on a team, and each team is one of the factions within Game of Thrones. Me and Z Man were lucky enough to be on the same team. We were on Team Nice Watch, which took the win. Hell yeah. First war and we took it. Uh, Alfie here was on Team Greyjoy, much to his dismay, and Bus happened to be on Team Targ, uh, which was giving us some competition up until the end there. So, okay, uh, overall impressions, uh, Z-Man. Let's start with you. I had a fucking blast. Uh, I hate Night's Watch, so that was a downer for me. Um, John's or Staten is actually the one that made the deck for me. I actually had a lot of fun playing. I got crushed. 
<laughs> in so many games. Uh, but I did have a lot of fun, and it's amazing how nice people are there. Because I play video games a lot more, board games with these guys, but communities and video games are hostile. And these guys were all really nice. It was really cool. I actually really liked it. Met a lot of guys that I have on Facebook now to talk to. Yeah. But very cool. Super excited. Alfie, overall impressions? Oh, it was a ton of fun. It was a blast, uh, like Z-Man said. It's it's fun to get to play like the game I love the most, which is like really cool people. Everybody's really nice. Uh, everybody on my team was really cool, super nice. My thing with Greyjoy is I'm just I I think I'm bad. With, I've never played Greyjoy really, other than like the occasional deck you play once or twice. Um, and I took a Greyjoy Reigns that two other guys on my team had almost the exact same deck. One of them did very well. He went to the final with it, so he is clearly about ten times better than me. Uh, and but it but it, it, it was fun. Everybody again, super nice, super cool. Um, getting to play the games against all these people, like seeing just seeing crazy decks. The format is great because you see all sorts of different decks. You go to a I, I went to Worlds. I played uh, I played eight games, and I want to say four were against Greyjoy. Right? Like, that. that's kind of just, like, that's not fun, right? When you're just playing the same faction yeah. over and over again. But you come to war, right? And you're going to play each faction once. Make it to the cut, then it's a, it's a free-for-all, and you'll see all sorts of stuff. But it's cool because you're sitting here, and I'm playing a Barrow Crossing. And then I look next door, right? And you're going to have Barrow whatever. You know, Barrow Cross, uh, uh, another Barrow Crossing. And then Barrow HRD over here. And it was just, it was really cool to see all sorts of different decks, whether you were playing them or not. You see all these players of just super high, like, you know, caliber uh, uh, players, very skillful. Watching them play, you learn a lot from that. You know, I, I saw amazing play after amazing play by all these different people who are just, they're committed to the game, they care about the game, and, you know, they, they love playing it too. And so it was just, it was really fun to be around all that. Um, okay, so I, I totally agree. Like, it was just, again, like I said earlier, one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. Super, super cool. And then to hang out with these guys uh, for a whole weekend was great. I mean, some of the best times were just, like, ch- chilling in the, in the hotel room, just kind of, like, talking about what that we were actually here. Like, that was just so much fun. Um, so uh, War itself, I-, I totally agree. Like, to see this so much talent condensed into this one room was so cool. I felt like every other guy had a freaking card design. Yeah, I think there were seven people with card designs there. Yeah, and like, and so those are people who have won some pretty big competitions, and not all of them did that great. Right. I mean, uh, I had the same. We had the same record as Neil. No, he was three and four. He was four and three. What did he end up doing? Four and three? No, okay. Neil was in the cut. I thought. And he, he didn't. He, he missed the cut. He oh, he barely. Missed. No, he missed yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but like, that's crazy. Because yeah. he made it in top eight worlds. Yeah. Also, like watching him play. He's a very good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That, too, seeing these people who I've seen on stream play and seeing just, I don't know, that, those actions that they do that I've always been like, wow, that's a great play, seeing it live is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, seeing brats just do absurd stuff in the moment. Minus all the nervous ticks that everybody has with shuffling yeah. the cards back yeah. and forth, flicking the cards. Dude, I saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over, over, over. I was like, man, that's really fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just... And then I had so many games where, like, 
me and the opponent were just there staring at the board. And you, you know that moment when you're staring at your board and you know that it's that you can't do anything, but you might be able to. There might be one move that you can do in all this stuff, and you're just hoping you to find math, it. You gotta math it out. Yeah, yeah, you gotta math it out. And you know that if you math it out, there might be a one-point swing somewhere. That just happened so many times. It, it, it was just so cool. And like Alfie said, like, you know, my first game of Stark, I, I was playing against a Stark watch. Next to me was a Stark crossing. On my right was a Stark Reigns, which was Bratz. So cool. And just to see the just, just the different amount of players was just a lot of fun. And then, like, then they fed us, and then all of a sudden alcohol started appearing towards the end of the day. It was just, just so much fun. Like, the whole weekend. Super, super cool. Just aces all around. All right, Bus. Overall impressions of Thrones War. Uh, I did love it. I'm really glad I won my last game because otherwise I would not have gone two and five, and that would have been really disappointing. I probably would have just uh, drank myself to death. So, <laughs> there's that. Um, it was just it was a lot of lows, but the lows weren't like, oh, I'm just the worst player. It was just like just questioning my certain plays or certain parts of my deck because the first game I had was just I destroyed the guy like my deck was playing how it should have played and then the next four games I was like well our next five games I was just like ah, I miss out drawing what I really want or it was I really wish I had confiscation in this deck I chose my plots poorly and it was just I don't know, overall even though I went that poorly I did that poorly it was still just having that community around the people just be able to talk to you know it was still a good time regardless alright uh, so let's go uh, again let's start with you Z man what was your best game and what was your worst game if you had start with worst while I think of the best I'm gonna uh, go ahead and say what I think your worst game was real quick And actually you tell me what your think yours is and I'll tell you what I thought it was Martel which one do you think it was you're, you lost to an alliance deck. Oh. Well, if we're talking about embarrassing, yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. Mine was definitely Martell, though. For Why? me, it was Martell. And it's for, I think, all the wrong reasons. But I played a new guy for Martell who didn't know. Wait, the guy you played for beat you? No, I beat you. Oh, they said worse loss. No, yeah, I, I said, I said worst game. game. Worst game. This was worse than any It's just worst game. Oh, I thought we were talking oh, about yeah. loss. This no. This was worse than any <laughs> game I played. Oh, The guy was Martel crazy stacks. nice. No, uh, no, it was Martel Fealty. It was... Interesting. They had somebody to come in. Okay. He was a really new guy who... It was very obvious his team made the deck for him because they had a lot of ins and outs of how to play it. Right. The guy was new and didn't understand, let's say... That a dead character means you can't play it again. Oh, he was telling me about this. That yeah. events aren't marshalable. Oh, you just feel that, bad, you know? And I yeah. felt really bad, and so I helped him through the whole game, but it essentially made it like, I don't mind teaching people some games in a tournament level. I really don't want to play against myself. And that's what it was. And it was literally me playing against myself. It took like 10 plots because he would never get, let me get on a post. He would never trade like, I'll get on a post so you get on a post type of thing. Yeah, because people, sometimes people play defensively. I know I you know, guys but, never no, no, do that. No, no, but he didn't have a reason to. Like, he could have done much better going aggressively and getting sure. the extra stuff out. Sure. Um, it was just a long game. The guy was nice, 
but I think it was one of the few where I walked away and was like, good game, man, like, great to meet you. I, I need to go. Like, I am so just drained and pretty upset right now that this happened. Uh, thank God I didn't lose. I think I might have, I think I might have just shot myself because oh, it would have been so sad. Uh, that was my worst. Best game. And I think, I think it was for a lot of bad reasons. Like, it really is not the guy's fault. Not the guy's fault. Yeah. He's just trying to find a new hobby. He's trying to find a new game to play. And I love that it's Thrones. But goddamn, I didn't want to be the one to play him. Um, best game was, can I call the buy game my best game? You get a buy. I forgot you get a buy. <laughs> no, it was against Targ. My best one was against Targ, and it was because I know Night's Watch doesn't do great against Targ, and I won 15-0, which felt pretty good. Who did you have a buy against? Tyrell. No, Lady, I Lady. To play. I really wanted to Lady. play Lady because I was Sweet. lowest, so I got the buy. Okay. I was pretty upset. So my last game, I got to I drank outside. I talked to Bree. There you go. There you go. Um, the Targ one. All right. I didn't have good games, really. I didn't like my games very much. Yeah. Alfie, best and worst? Well, my, so I kind of had a, I had a similar thing of, I either got blown out or I blew out the opponent type thing. My, the games I won were not close, the games I lost were also not very close. Uh, my worst game, honestly, I feel like I have to go with kind of what you were just saying, Z-Man. Like, my worst game was one I won, and it was one of those things where, it's, it's technically the best game because I had every answer I needed. I was playing a Martel Wolf, which is an attrition deck. I was super afraid of that deck going in. I knew, like, this deck could just crush me. And it was our second game of the thing. Both of us had a loss in our first round we were playing. And I just found every save I needed. I had my hands judgments when I needed them, and he had bad draw. Yeah. And so it just, like, it, it felt bad, too, because he would be like, all right, I'm going to kill... Uh, you know, Ash showed him, and he'd be like, and you got the Risen? I'd be like, yep. <laughs> you know, it was just, it's like type of thing where you're like, all right, my deck is firing on every single cylinder, and like, you're a cool guy, like, we were having fun, you know, so sure. it's like, felt a little bad about that. But then, uh, my, the best game, the best game, because it was actually a close one, was against a Stark Winter. Played against Bill, who had a sweet mustache. Nice. I love oh, yeah. mustaches. I remember him. I remember him <laughs> he had like a bow tie. He was dressed up real nice. Yeah. They all, you know, they're dressing their pink. He looked great and great mustache. I, I, I want a mustache so bad. So I'm always envious when people have cool ones. And he played Stark Winter that just from the start was just like he had all these double claim plots started with race in their miss so that I only have two cards at the end of the round. And then he flips into early frost, so I only get to draw one the next turn. And it happened to be on my counting coppers turn. So instead of five cards, I got four. Which is 20% less cards. Sure. You know, and so it's like that wasn't something I was necessarily counting on, especially because now I have one less gold than I was going to have, and I'm already playing counting coppers. Yeah. You know, and so it was just, it was, his deck was doing pretty well, and it, we were going back and forth for a bit. It was the longest game uh, as far as plots. It didn't take very long because we, we played pretty quick. We tended to not do, um, you know, we didn't both have these huge boards that were sitting there trying to map anything out. It was just quick. It was efficient. We, we were having a good time while we were playing. Really nice guy. Um, so that was probably the best game I had was, yeah, the close one. Even right. though I lost. All right. So I uh, I definitely think my, my worst game was against Lanny. It was the one game where I thought luck won the game. There were two times where 
I had an answer in my hand that would have uh, stalled him out or not won me the game, but like put him down a peg. The, he was playing a Lady Rose, and he found three Lady Sansa's roses and uh, a couple of other things. So he was getting power really quickly, and he was he was like crushing my board fast. On turn two, he has on spikes Aemon. When I played here to serve. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, that's such a stupid plot. So, that sucked, right? And, like, that would have, like, helped me out quite a bit. Yeah. Then, I have Mute. So then he... And this is what sucked. is because, like, I don't think he was the best player. Um, but he had a bunch of power on one night. Because he was Lady Sansa's Rosie over and over again. Yeah. Was it Flowers or just some random? No, no, it was, uh... Jamie? No. The, the other one. The, the, one that, the one that gives power to ladies. Oh, Night of the Reach? Yeah. Oh, man. No, no, no. It's not Night of the Reach. Is it Night of the Night Reach? Night of the Reach after you win a challenge while he's attacking alone. Yeah, that, that's Night of the Reach. Lady. Okay, whatever. That one. Anyways. I have a mutiny. Lost to that? Yikes. Well, he Go kept ahead. he kept winning with that and Lady Sansa's Rosie because he was doing intrigue and I was a point intrigue gotcha. icons because he aiming my guy. Okay. Um, so my guy. I have mutiny in my hand, which I'm about to mutiny out someone from some bullshit character to get rid of that who had six power on him because he Lady Sansa's Roses twice. Right, you probably win that game at that point. Right. Yeah. At this point, I'm starting to turn the game around too. I have the wall. I'm shutting him down. He's not winning as much. And I, like, actually get down. I pull off 10 power. And he's, like, stuck at 2 less for, like, 3 turns. I get the mutiny. And I'm about to do that so that I can cinch this up. And he intrigues it out of my head. And, like, he like 2 power is scary to go against. Because there's a million ways to just get 2 power. Yeah. You know? I mean, you saw, like, Winter Festival can do it. Like, there's a million ways to just do that. So after that, like I couldn't catch up to him, and I felt that was the one game where RNG fucked me. Fair enough, it's part of the game. I like it as well, but I thought that was my worst game because I—that's karma. I, I'm glad it happened to you. Because <laughs> we just talked earlier about how you like, oh yeah, pillage is RNG, but like I love the mechanic. Love RNG. You love RNG. <laughs> yeah, I do. Here, it's so stupid. It's the stupidest part of games. And that's your favorite part. You love it. I do like it. I know. It's one of the parts I hope to iron out of most games I play. Games where I'm like, other than dice rolling. Dice rolling is okay with me. Everything else, I don't like doing. You'll just start playing Destiny. Alright. Well, best game I thought was against Greyjoy. Uh, it just, it went like eight plots. You had a good game. It uh, it was huge. I think it was. He was close too. There was I think a it was while. 15, it was like if he could just win a challenge. He would have won. Right. I think it was fifteen thirteen. Why not? Let's just mix it. Um, so there was a couple of cool things. Um, I think we both. No, he didn't valor. But there was like reset after reset. Um, he did have a misplay, or I I, I don't know. Maybe he would have done something different. He thought he could risen Asha after I varist. Oh, I mean, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's not necessarily a misplay, right? There's no, but maybe, else he could have done. But maybe, like, I, I don't know what else he could, like... He just wasn't thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like, he saw the Varus first and played Asha. Like, maybe he would have done something different. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ooh, yeah. But it was a lot of going back and forth. It was a really fun game. The guy had a great board. He had answers. 
after I burst, he fell to Austria again. Like, it was a sick game. Went down to the end. I was able to night gatherers and pull his Victorian and his Theon. And then on the last turn, um, I ended up, like, milking and craving his whole board. And then he just gave up because I, I would have won. I just needed one more power. But it was awesome. A lot of fun. Uh, all right. Bus. Best game, uh, worst so game? I would say my worst game would be probably against Neil. Uh, he was playing Builders, and I didn't have confiscation in my deck, which was a huge oversight. Uh, yeah. I think about it. Um, never back. Just keep coming back to that, huh? Oh, I'm, this is, that is the biggest oversight I ever made, ever, in my life, when it comes to Thrones. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a good qualification. It's <laughs> good. And it's just I, I was I was doing so well and I wasn't like super far behind, but I was thinking, okay, for the four turns I could have uh Cal Drogo attacking, I could have won that game. And just like it's really pissed me off. But um so that was my worst game just because it was just a missing block. Uh, my best game was probably I mean, the first game is, yeah, it's probably the best game just because my deck played how it should have played, was playing a Martel Barra, which wasn't a bad deck. I think the guy did okay overall the week, uh, the weekend. Um, and yeah, I beat him pretty soundly. The only other game I won was the Greyjoy, but the guy was such, he was such a beginner. I felt so bad because I just annihilated him. I felt really bad. <laughs> What Greyjoy oh, no, no. deck did you play? He was a Greyjoy crossing, and he was he was definitely a beginner. Like this was like his like he said he started playing within like the first like he had been playing for like nine months or something like that, but really only been like really playing the last like six months. Was it Alfie? I mean, the, uh, God, I don't remember his name, but he was like. It was kind of high pitched voice, but like a bigger guy. Uh, very giggly. Giggly? Sounds like Alfie. Yeah. Wait, older or younger? Um, I'd say younger. He was wearing like a sleeveless shirt the entire time. Oh, like, oh, oh, you played, you played Margo, Margo's boyfriend. Oh, is that Margo's boyfriend? With the white shirt, right? And you slaughtered, yeah, you slaughtered him. Super, super nice guy. Super One nice guy. guys I'm at. Oh, super nice guy. That's why I felt really bad. Like, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Like, I was I was so tired after the end of the day, and he was so happy, and I I just crushed him. I was like, <laughs> oh, I feel bad. That's right. We, we were talking about this. I remember this because you were talking about how yeah. how bad you felt, and then Margo walked up and was like, how are you guys doing? And you were like, I just crushed your boyfriend. <laughs> Did I say boyfriend? I just said... I don't know. I think you said, like, I crushed that guy. And, and then he guy. walked up and he, like, hugged her, and you're like, oh shit, that's your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I felt really bad. Shout out to Margo. Moniker is a MVP, by the way. I don't oh, yeah. remember playing Moniker. You don't remember do. playing Moniker? I remember physically playing the game. I don't remember. These guys were so drunk. I was hammered. It's a good night. It was a little embarrassing that AZ was the only ones who were just hammered out of their minds. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Nobody else was, like, totally chill. Yeah, yeah I was drunk. Uh, I, I want to add one last thing to this, because I think it's so interesting. Um, and I know 
know at least three of us. I don't know if Ben's noted on it as well. It's crazy with Thrones how bad I felt like if you crush someone. Like, I've played so many games, and I try to play as well as I can at games I can. It was the only one I actually felt bad about crushing There's, people. There's something... That, seriously, there's something it's, about when you're just weird. beating up on somebody that you're just like, oh, like I'm crushing your dreams right yeah. now. Like, All right, I've so... Games that, and I've been there, right? It's like... Yeah. And because I know how much... like I know how like awkward it can feel when you're beating up on somebody sure. and like... You can tell like they're defeated. So when I lose, I always try to keep like a good attitude the whole time. I always try to be like positive, just like, oh man, like it, it worlds. Uh, I played against somebody who was playing Greyjoy. I was playing Night's Watch Fealty. He top decked Your wall, my wall it. with Euron and then took it. And I actually had to laugh. And yeah. he laughed and he was like, oh, he felt bad. And I was like, that's just the way it goes, you know? It's like, and you just gotta be able to keep a good attitude about it because otherwise it's like, yeah, it does. Like, you know, like there's something. Sure, in in a in a in a if I'm in the final game, I want to cry. I don't want it to go long. I want to win in ten turns. You know, in in ten in ten minutes, <laughs> not ten turns, not ten turns, not ten, ten turns. minutes, fifteen minutes. I want that game over. You know, I just want to rush you out, rush you down. But uh, yeah, I mean, in general, like because people are so nice, mm-hmm. you would love to just punish like assholes. Yes, yes. you know, but everybody's so nice that you're just like, I don't actually want to like. You know, like you just want to be nice to people, but you can't. You gotta, you gotta you just to play, play the cards down and body bag them. Even the guy that didn't know how to play, I was like, I helped him play. He's like, I don't want you to have like a bad time here. I don't. I'm gonna beat you. I really don't want you to have a bad. I'm gonna time make though. sure I win. <laughs> and goddamn it, if I lose, I'm gonna be really sad. But like, I still want you to have a good time. I'm glad you're playing this game. I'm glad you showed up to this. Like, you've been nothing but nice. No one there was an ass. No. So, um. So so next, spec might be the coolest we met. Yeah, spec was freaking dope. Also, like talking to him the night before, and then he goes seven and zero. Oh. Yeah. I was like, uh, and then he went seven and one. So sure. Uh, but like, st- but still, like just the nicest dude. And he even said like, oh, uh, the next day he was like, I really wanted to hang out with you guys more. I was bummed I didn't see you last night. Yeah. Also, that's cool like holy shit these people are so nice right. that you you thought of us the next day right also here's how cool he was right so he went 7-0 like you said Vince was yep. undefeated in Swiss though his first his first round in top 32 he, he loses but as he's losing like he knows he's losing on that turn he still just like keeps a smile and he's like he's like oh yeah he's like you got the Lady Sanchez Rose of course you do he's like alright and then you're doing the power challenge I'm gonna block here all right, you got the crossing, then you get the power, you know, and he was just like, yeah, you know, and he just kept a good attitude. And then he was like, oh, you know, great game, and, like, shook his hand. Like, just somebody who has, like, such good sportsmanship and such good attitude. Like, you know, a, a, a world-class player who has got, like, a world-class attitude about it, which is so cool to see, you know? Yeah, yeah. He isn't upset. Like, sure, he may have bummed out a little bit, but it's, like, somebody who's truly, like, having fun, great at playing cards, but is having fun, you know, the whole oh, yeah. time. Which, that's a great... That's a great point right there. Having fun, everyone was having fun. Yeah, I didn't feel like er- like anyone was stressing too hard. Maybe a couple people. Uh, there was some. <laughs> sure, there was there, some. there was some. Uh, but like everyone was having such a good time. Yeah, for the most part, I'd say a good like ninety five percent of those people were just like having a blast. Luis, we talked about this. Luis, who just had a card released on FFG, uh, at lunchtime, <laughs> still one of my favorite quotes, and he ended up making the cut. Said. We asked him, dude, how are you doing? He said, dude, I came here playing Barra. 
I didn't come here to win. I came here to have fun. That's awesome. Like that 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 kind yeah. Then he made the cut. That kind of mentality. That's so cool. And I wonder, like, does that that might make you a better player? It's just to have fun. Yeah, that idea that like, dude, I'm just here having fun. I have this deck. It's pretty good. Like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, I think it helps you not worry. But I I think in general, people people who are amazing players can afford to have that attitude. And so, yes, that needs to be your general attitude in general. Is just have fun with it. Like, I went to Worlds because, yeah, I wanted to do well. But for the most part, I was like, I want to meet some of these people. Right. I want to play the game that I love. And I want to have fun with this. You okay. Know? So, yeah, that needs to be your number one attitude. But that doesn't make it, me better than if I... If you don't have it, you can still do really well. Right. Right. You could be hyper competitive and still just be a great player. And so you're going to continue to win. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's a well, nice compliment. Not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Okay, yeah, agree, it's agree. A great I don't think they like, have anything to do with are. each other. Okay, I'll yeah. agree with that. Yeah. But what it does is it makes these tournaments better. Because if you do yeah. do bad, yeah. you're not bummed out that you that we drove out to San Diego right. and sucked ass. And sure. Guy was nasty. You're right. Like, who just, like, slaughtered you and laughed yeah. the whole time. Cause, right. Like, ha ha. Right. Because, yeah, if you do bad, then it's going to be like, oh, that was a waste of a weekend. And so like, like, hey, we went three and four, the best of us, right? But we went three and four. And we had we had so much fun. Yeah. So uh, my one loss, the one loss that I felt was the one true like, I got outplayed. That was all, all my losses. So uh, uh so re- re- real quick, I was able to go three and zero before lunch, and then afterwards uh, I just got slaughtered. Uh, but yeah, my, slaughtered, but I got I got pretty. I mean, I lost all four. But my one loss against Steve. Stephen Emery, who was uh, Bus's regent, like, yeah, super cool guy. After the game, like, came up to me and was like, dude, we went seven plots? Like, that's awesome. I, I clearly didn't, like, rail you. <laughs> Two, like, and he gave me advice. He was like, you should have done this earlier. Because he saw my plot deck by the end. Because right, he saw all of them. He's like, right. you could have done this, this earlier, and it would have thrown me for a loop. Like, that's amazing. Like, this guy who is who went to Worlds, this guy who's a really good so-called player, gave me advice on a game that we just played in a tournament that I'm in right now. In a nice way, right? Yeah. He's not like, oh, you made all these mistakes. He's right, like, oh, no. you know, like, that was a cool deck. Yeah. Well, know, he even said he was, he was like, dude, you threw me for a loop when you, when you warded this guy. And, like, you played the wall, which I thought was a really interesting addition to a Watch Wolf deck. It's a nice way of saying your deck sucks. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But I'll take it. But then he was like, you know, honestly, like, if you would have marched earlier, I, it would have been a much different game. Right. And it was like, that's that's freaking awesome. Like, I, advice from this, like, guy who I respect, like, that's super cool. Yeah. Love that. You know, like, nice. it... And, like, so many games were like that, where, like, at the end, it was like, you know, honestly, if you would have done this, I would have lost. Or, honestly, like, I won because of this, or you lost because of that. Like, those conversations, like, so many of these games re... Not reignited because I love the game. Like, just like they reinforced reinforced how much I love the game. And I told these people like, dude, this game right here is exactly why I love this. My bear game was awesome, and I beat the guy pretty handily. But he started coming back around, yeah. and it ended up going more plots than it should have. I was saying I'm the only one. I think I went over seven plots every game. But no, I had one game above seven. So. Bus, uh, what you want, bus, how many plots did you go? 
Uh, I think five average. Okay. Every game I went was um, over seven plots. And, yeah. like, so these were, like, intense games. Super cool. All right. So, I mean, final thoughts on War. I think we can all agree, like, it was freaking awesome. If we can make it next year, I'm sure we would love to. We do have a couple of important things coming. It's March 1st now. Is it? Wait, gotcha. They announced... Or, no, oh, no, oh. I'm saying my wedding is March 1st. Wait, so can you go now? I think so. Yes! I mean, bachelor party, what yeah. up? Bachelor party at war! Yeah, it's gonna be a, you know, we'll James, see. James Mack will be all up on that. For now. Oh, pst, we gotta tell Speck beforehand, he would love that. It's not a definite no. Real quick. It's just a probable no. Go ahead and say hi. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Riley. What are you doing? I'm about to go to bed. And what's your favorite Game of Thrones card? Exactly. I love you. Say we do not stop. Melisandre. Say Shaq. You like Shaq. Melisandre. No. Oh. I don't He's more on that Jamie Lannister life. Oh. But you're excited to learn how to play, though, aren't you? Where? Satin. Exactly. All right. Good night, buddy. I love you. Bye. Night, right. Night, little man. Say good night to Bus. Bye. You gotta hug the phone. Bye. Oh my gosh. You have to hug the phone. Good night. Good night, Riley. Hi, Riley. Bye. Hug the phone. No, don't hug the phone. Um, that would be sick. I'm going to ask for the time off right now. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a definite no anymore. Yeah, it's still probably no, but it's possible. Check, if you get married in March, you don't need it on Valentine's Day or February. It's exactly. I, I think she said March. I'm going to have to check my phone. Okay, don't check your phone. I will pay for you to go as... Part of your wedding gift. That's cool. Uh, can we? Well, you paid for me to go as part of my wedding gift. Are you getting married at the same time? Ah, uh, probably shortly oh, after. Ah, uh, yes. If you're getting married shortly after, I will pay for you as well. I gotta make sure you're back from your honeymoon. I will pay for both of you to go if you guys are getting married within two months period. Oh, uh, probably. Most likely, yeah. Then there you go. All right. I'll pay for both of you to go. Uh, if you guys gotta find the hotel, I'll pay for it. But you find it. I, I don't like that We're stuff. We're not. I did like the. I the, might want my own room. <laughs> I did like the proximity. I'm not actually sleeping there with you either. Benito gets his own room, and yeah, the rest you, of us will I take a room. Oh, room, and we can sleep. If I'm by my own room, then I'm not paying for you guys to go. <laughs> <laughs> you can share a room with Mark. He sleeps hard. No, I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed sharing a bed with Mark. We had we had a good we had a good thing. I have a problem sharing a bed with Mark. I hate you, Benito. I love you. <laughs> you love me too much. So loud. I told you guys I snored beforehand. I didn't know it would be that loud or violent. I was okay with snoring. The touching, the touching is where it killed me, and that's why you got punched like multiple times. Oh, all right, right. doesn't like being touched. Apparently not. All right, all right. Let's let's move on. Um, Thrones War, super cool. I would love to go next year again. I would happy to pay for both of you guys to go again. Uh, bus, one way or another, though, I believe me and you are going. Yeah. Cause sure. that was honestly just just such a good weekend. So much fun. Exact uh, exactly what I needed. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. And if it's just me and Bus, we could easily get a, a, a one-bed king-size, and I'll cuddle up against Bus. You guys should probably just get a full. 
Yeah, who, who knows? Maybe I'll be actually living with Diana. I could just kick her out. She can sleep on the couch, and we can share a bed. Are you going to be married as well? I thought, so you're... Who knows? Okay. Oh, God. Dude, if... There's two... There's a lot of weddings. Well, Diane is always up, up and down with, with what's going on with weddings, so... All right, we'll cut this part out. All right. This is uh, yeah, uh, let's move on. Uh, so the last thing we're going to talk about is some agendas. We're getting a new agenda in the pack that will probably come out within a couple weeks here. We're getting the Faith Militant. So the Faith Militant and Alfie, correct me if I'm wrong. Non, the seven characters, cannot gain power. Of yours. Your, yeah, your, your characters that are not the seven cannot gain power when you win a challenge kneel your faction card take one power from your opponent's faction card and place it on a the seven character you control Alfie? Correct. more or less right yeah cool so that's the new one coming up we've also received green sight recently which is green sight uh during the draw phase look at the top two cards of each player's deck Kneel your faction card to discard those two cards. So here's something I didn't realize about Green Sight. Is you can look at the top two cards, and you only kneel your faction card if you want to discard those cards. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that the first time I read it. Oh, you thought it was always kneel? I, was always, I thought it was kneel oh, just to look. Real quick, with Faith Militant, it's non the seven characters and locations. Oh, okay. So your oh, phone, yeah. your small hell, council chamber. Your small council chamber, and your uh, corpse lake. That's... Actually, kind of interesting. And, There's uh, a ton of stuff that goes in there. Yeah, the one from Tyrell as well. Twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The seven yeah. character or the seven location. Yeah, which I don't think there are, there are yet. yet. Maybe there will be. Interesting though. Yeah, pretty accept. All right. Uh, so what? Uh, so we're, we're, these are kind of referred to as bottom agendas. And we and Alfie were talking about these. These probably are seen as the lowest ones on the totem pole. We have a couple more that you didn't mention. Uh, Conclave is up there Conclave is you must include at least 12 maesters in your deck uh, if you win a challenge in which a maester is non-loyal maesters non-loyal maesters which is actually important because Kyber which I think is a good maester Pycelle oh is Pycelle loyal yeah yeah you're agreed Pycelle's just good too uh, you win a challenge in which a maester is participating you can take the top card off of your deck and put it into this a uh, group of seven cards and take one of those seven cards out mm -hmm. and put it in your head. That's orders completely wrong, but that's okay. Is that? I thought you were supposed to not look at the top card. Yeah, you're not, but you don't put it in and yeah, then you take, take the them out. And then just you, you choose a card. You choose a card. In, so I don't know if you mentioned the first part, but before placing setup cards, place the top seven cards of your deck face down under the agenda. Reaction. After you win a challenge in which you control participating maester character, choose one card under this agenda, switch it with top card of your deck. At any time, you can look at the cards underneath the agenda, those seven cards. Um, and what, what's interesting about it is there isn't a limit on that, right? There isn't right. a faction card kneel. So you could theoretically do it two or three times in a... It also is putting it on the top of your deck. You're not drawing your card. You could draw deck, yeah. inside or inside, yeah, you could draw yeah. that and then throw another so we have Conclave, we have Green Sight, we have Faith Militant. What's Brotherhood. the other one? Brotherhood. Brotherhood, without banners. Brotherhood is you cannot include loyal, loyal characters, characters in your deck. Uh, once the challenge reaction, once the challenge phase begins, Neil brother, Neil your faction card or Neil faction card to give a neutral character, which is very important. Uh, one of four different keywords. 
insight, intimidate, renown, or stealth. Yep. Cool. All right. Again, uh, me and Alfie were talking earlier, and we feel like these are probably the lowest on the totem pole of agendas. Along with Alliance, but we took that out because it's just banner. Yeah, because Alliance is kind of boring. Uh, you said Brotherhood was better than Alliance, I think? Yeah. That's probably true, but you're right. Alliance is boring, so let's talk about Brotherhood. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of just going to talk about this. We're going to talk about uh, if these agendas are viable now at all and what we would need. So let's start with Brotherhood first. What do you guys think? Like, Do you think that this could work right now? Anybody? Yes, maybe. It it's not as good. It's not as uh, okay, I'm not gonna say it's not as good. It's not as consistent as having just a straight up banner or one of the other like crossing or red door. But I think it can definitely make things interesting at the very least. Um, but I also haven't seen it really like in action. It's just not something that anyone plays. So I think Brotherhood is probably the best of these four. Agreed. I, th- I think oh, you're yeah, right. Sure. Um, I agree. I think there's interesting things to be had here. I just don't know. I've only tried it with Barra and Night's Watch. I haven't tried it with other factions. I don't know what kind of interesting things you can grab there. There. When I've tried it, like I do like the option to give the different things, and I've used most of them. What is it? Insight, Renown, Intimidate, and Stealth. I've used all four. I've and I've used all four within. I, think I a, use Renown the least when I've ever played it. I usually do too, uh, but Renown's usually the one. Like if I don't need any, I just give someone Renown just in case. But like usually the other ones are pretty interesting. Like to give somebody Intimidate when you know you can get something through and deal something out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Stealth is pretty cool. I, I mean, it's an interesting thing. But Bus says like like you said like. It's, this is one of those ones where there's a better deck there that doesn't use Brotherhood. Do you think you could do it with like a wildling deck? Well, yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? With Brotherhood, you have to run tech, some sort of neutral tech. You don't just run neutral good cards in your deck. Yeah. You run wildling tech. You run fray tech. You yeah. run the weird Brotherhood stuff like Lem. And, well, now we have a couple guys. Yeah, but even then, like, that's not... The lore enough. stuff. You know, you tend to run... Wildling or Frey. Mostly Wildling or Frey. So, sure. at that point, you're then putting in mediocre cards. Yeah. So, the, the Frey cards, for example, right? Yeah. On their own, all bad cards. Sure. Mixed with something else can be pretty potent or powerful. Right. Um, I suppose the Frey Lordling... The one that gets boosted every time you yeah. do initiate a challenge. Is that horrible? That's a, that that can be a good card. I right. Think, I think there are some people in some crossing decks that were running it, like Bear Crossing, I think, had some of those in there. Right. Uh, because, yeah, they can be at that, you know, they do get boosted uh, as you go um, about your challenges. But uh, you're then you're now running mediocre cards that can kind of synergize together. Uh, Walter Frey's a terrible body. You know, sure. you, he's probably your least favorite card in, in that. Um, Wildlings, you're just running a bunch of small characters, essentially. Sure, right. you have Dalo yeah. or you have Mans, but Mans isn't a great Mans body. is Mans expensive. Mans is super expensive. And he can't be reduced. Right. 
Um, well, Great Halls now. Uh, sure. Ocean Road. Really helps. You can't Ocean Road them, right? You, you can. Uh, right, no, but like, little, like I, I was thinking more like, well, I guess it's. I'm thinking still so noble. Oh, sure. But so, but what you're giving up is you're giving up loyal cards in your faction. Sure. Oh, loyal characters yeah. in your faction. Sorry. So. Normally are going to be some of the most powerful cards. Greyjoy, most well, powerful well, cards. It's not, it's not loyal cards, it's loyal characters. Right, right, that's, right. that's what we're saying. But Greyjoy, right? You have Euron, you have Big Asha, you have either Balon, you have, um, you know, that, that's that's mostly you that's know, your, your big Dagmar's stuff. Dagmar's loyal, I think. No, he's not loyal. Yeah. Martell, you're losing Arya Hotel, you're losing the Greenblood Traders, which are some of the best draw. Can you give cards that you have insight now? Yes, you can. So, so that's where you have to figure out that opportunity cost, right? Sure. Uh, if I'm running these cards and give me a little flexibility with keywords, I'm losing now these effects. So you have to build a deck specifically for that agenda, just like any agenda. You build a crossing deck to take advantage of crossing of specifically, all three challenges, right? yeah. Um, but with Brotherhood, you have tend to have mediocre bodies yeah. that... Uh, Synergize together somewhat, but you're losing out on your loyal characters. Some factions can do that better than other ones. Yeah. But you're essentially just losing card efficiency to try to make something yes. work, is what it seems. Yes. However, now going off that, real quick, we'll move into Conclave. Conclave has a similar thing where you have to oh, run. Oh, oh, can I talk about uh, my Targ Brotherhood deck? That I, Go I ahead kind of and talk about Targ Brotherhood. We'd yeah. love to hear it. I would love real, to hear this too. Just, be, just because. Uh, Targ is probably the only one that I think could be viable because Werewolf Bow reduces strength, you have Plus of Punishment, you have Ass Support, you have Blood of the Dragon. You have, you have way too many things to reduce strength that are out there. So it's basically, do you want to go unopposed or am I killing your character? That was uh, basically the only thing I was thinking. I love it because you, really, did, really it, you did it. So you did tar, Targ with Burn because the dragons are unloyal? And then yep. you just added Rearward Blow <laughs> to Wildlings. That's so well, fucking... I mean, like, Jakaris is loyal, but it's not a loyal Yeah, it's fine, it's not a loyal character. character. That's so fucked up. Oh, shit, yeah, you can still include Jakaris. Yeah, but that's like... I, I, I would argue that you probably you probably don't need Rearward Bow in there. No, I mean, that, that's what you were saying no, earlier. That, that's what you were saying earlier, Bex, of like, sure, those decks can be... And this is a discussion we've had recently about whether or not a deck is viable. Right. When we say viable, sure the deck can win games. It's yeah. not a, it's not a, it's not a uh, it's not a trash deck. Right. That's not true. It's not a trash deck, but if it's a tier two point five or a tier three deck, then that doesn't necessarily make it good. There's at least there's probably what five to six other uh, uh, targ decks that would be better than that. Yeah. Right, right. You know, with with slight you know variations all being considered a one. Right. So if you're on a targ fealty that's got burn. If you have consuming flames or not consuming flames, you're probably running basically the same deck. Yeah. That would all be under one, like Targ Fealty Burn. There's probably right. at least five or six other Targ decks that are much more efficient and better. And so at that point, you're just playing that Targ Brotherhood with Wildlings just for like the extra fun, an extra little spice to it because right. you know you usually, you want to have a little more fun. Then. Which yeah, either that, either that surpri- try to surprise someone like, oh, I got, I got rattle shirt. Oh, what are you gonna do? Like, right. now he is renowned. Oh right. shit! <laughs> I do like rattle shirt as a card. It's an interesting. Oh, like card. actual rattle shirt. 
Axel Rat. Not Rasher Raiders. Yeah, yeah, Rasher, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely more just. But I think that's probably the most viable for Brotherhood, in my opinion. I still think Bear Brotherhood could probably work. I've tried playing it for a while. Mid- middling success. But that's where I think most Brotherhood decks would be. They're mediocre. Yeah, they're prob- they're, yeah. They're, they're not top yeah, tier right. at all. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, not even close. You're not getting wins. And that's the problem, right? Like, like, we play enough. Okay, we play enough, and I'll try and throw jank out there. But I can't do super janky stuff. Because we'll you. you guys are just gonna crush me. Yeah. Like I need, but I need I you guys to also it. play Jake for me to play Jake, for it to kind of work. It's one of those that could be really fun in like if you have a small group that you play with. Yeah. And you only play with that small group, and you're not trying to do tournaments, you're not yeah. trying to do throwing anything. You can play whatever the hell you want. Right. And it might, it might be fine. Like against your little house meta. But if I'm playing against Z-Man, who's just running World Championship decks that he looks online. Or if I'm playing against Alfie, who's who's only looking at meta and only trying to play top tier decks as best as he can, like I need to at least have something that that kind of works. It's gotta be jank adjacent. Yeah, it's exactly. Gotta be spice. It's gotta be so good. Right. You can have spice in the deck, but you know it's. But and th- and that like right now we opinion. both we both played Night's Watch Winter, and I was trying some random shit, and yeah. like my dissension worked because you had an, an ally. Sure. But it doesn't mean that I had a good hit. <laughs> right? <laughs> High five. Let's maybe tell him the end score of that game. Maybe well, I mean, he won. Dissension, quote unquote, <laughs> dissension, quote unquote, worked, but like it didn't do anything for you in the game. Oh, it just actually worked. Literally worked. The the card discarded an ally, which isn't actually that difficult because there's tons of allies out there. But it's a general rule of thumb, right? A, a card doesn't necessarily work if it's not actually helping you win the game. I bet more than I could actually play it. I was worried that I wasn't even going to be able to play it. Are the Stewards allies? Are Stewards allies? Yeah. Almost all all the reducers are allies. No, I I wanted something better than that, though. Oh, well. Because, like, uh, is Dario an ally? Yeah. And Jacken's an ally. Yeah. One of those guys. Whatever. Besides the point. Um. Once you get to this. You were talking about Conclave. Yeah, let's get back to Conclave. Oh, so with so so with with Brotherhood, we talked about how you have to you have to run uh, mediocre bodies that have some synergy together. That um, you know, and you're losing your loyal cards. So Conclave, you have to have twelve Maesters in your deck. Twelve non-loyal Maesters. The Maesters are probably some of the worst bodies in the game. You have a bunch of three-cost characters, which isn't a good slot. And here's what's worse about it. I th- I, I, and I pointed this out to Benz. I think they're actively sabotaging the agenda because we get so many characters that are like maesters or whatever that you kneel them to get an effect or you sacrifice them to get an effect in the case of the Dreadfort Maester. Right. You're not winning right. challenges with them, so how are you ever going to trigger your agenda? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. only time I've ever seen a Conclave deck do pretty well is it was a Lanny Conclave, and it's run off the backs of Jamie, right? You put Jamie out there, and you put out, uh, you know, some other, some other, you know, uh, Maester who's got an intrigue icon or a military, you know, oh, you give they put like Serio's training, which gives them a military icon. Yeah. I think you do a challenge with them. Sure, your Maester 
won the challenge, so you get to trigger it, but there's still bad bodies. You're still yeah. missing out on better bodies. And what do you get from it, right? You get a type of filter. Right. Right? You get like a suit you get like a pseudo filter on your deck, although you don't know what card it is that your disc that you're removing from the top of your deck. No. Unless you have uh the unless you Right. Unless unless you've like uh, seated your the the top of your deck so that you know what you're switching around. You don't know what you're losing by doing that switch, and so, which gets into um, the Schrodinger's cat thing. Yeah, while that card's the top card of your deck, it's theoretically any one of the forty cards left in your which deck. Which, like we've talked about, like that's why pillage doesn't matter, right? Like, because that could be anything, right? That oh, always you, you was pillage tie one off the top of my deck. That doesn't matter because that you know it's like it could have been anything. It doesn't take skill. It's RNG, yeah. right? RNG and it doesn't take skill. Could be anything. Exactly. Um, and, 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 and I think it's weird because when you I think when you look at the con when you read Conclave, that sounds really powerful. Pull seven cards aside. When you win a challenge, you can pull any of those seven cards to the top and make sure that you're doing it that way. That sounds cool. And it sounds like that could be pretty good, but in action, it doesn't work as well as you, you really needed to. And I think we've all decided like it just comes to the fact that the macers themselves aren't that great. Yeah. But you have two macers with bodies. you have two macers with stealth, who are just two strength, right? Sure. Pylos sure and Wendemir. Yeah, they're both power. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you have well, Crescent. But... You have Crescent, who's pretty dope. Sure. But again, Crescent. Has a kneel effect to uh, use his effect. Right, so you can't use him in challenges. Yeah. Uh, you have the one Martell guy who can get rid of any attachment. Sure. But yeah. you have to lose. Yeah, on a bet. Again, which means you don't, which means you don't trigger con You actively don't trigger Conclave. Right. Yeah, um, Caliote. You want to lose. Yeah, same thing. You want to lose with him in order to do I anything? Think, I think Conclave's the worst agenda in the game. Wow. So for sure. There's nothing there to by by far, by far. I there's think there's. There I think. I think. I think. If you, I don't think Conflict will ever win a big tournament. Oh, heavens no. No. Wait. What if they do print good maester stuff? The, but they've already the one. It doesn't matter. But in two, oh. they, they they haven't shown any. That 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 what if? I, I guess in my mind is like you have to have so much faith in that. Because they haven't showed any, uh, I think making Kybern loyal they shows that they don't care. They, they they haven't yeah they haven't they haven't given us anything to make us think that they're actually gonna make good Maester bodies that you then win challenges with. Because Kybern would be cool yeah. to throw three of into a Maester deck, but he's loyal. Is that the Kraken one? Kybern's lane. Like, what, what, what kind of Maester was they gonna put? Are they gonna make a neutral Maester? Is it gonna like? I mean, that's why Kyber is, is loyal, is because it kind of fits like the idea of, of you know the whole universe. Right, but, and then you made Archmaster. Well, what am I still gonna do? You made Archmaster, which you what kneel him to stand a maester, or you, no? no you action kneel the maester to stand a maester. But even yeah. then, he's a five. He's a he's a five he's body with three strength. Yeah. No thanks. No. I think yeah. Citadel Novice is way more interesting. I need I need a much better effect to play a five for three. Right. Like yeah. Ramsey Snow. <laughs> or Ramsey is it Ramsey Snow right. or Ramsey Bolton? 
It's him just though. Is it okay? Because he's a bastard and yeah. he gets naturalized yeah. or whatever. Uh, 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 BC Dubs, Ramsey Snow, MVP of my Night's, Night's Watch Wolf deck. Dude, he's so freaking stupid. I fucking hate that card. I, I will march into Ramsey forever. Yeah. Everyone will. Because that's, that's how you play it. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all you guys. I got Alliance Snowed. I got a Ramsey Snowed in that Alliance deck. Just kill yourself now. Dude, yeah. seriously? Yeah, that's like, that's what I'm it. saying. That was your worst game. You lost no. against an alliance deck. Well, I, it could be, the, like I said, it could be the most embarrassing. Not the worst. Plus, she was really nice. Okay. Um, it's because you like boobs. Okay, okay. Alright, 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 alright. She's nice. Alright. Oh. Oh. It's, um, it's okay. No one's going to listen to this anyways. Uh, okay, Conclave. What do we got next? Greensight. Yeah, Conclave worse, yeah. Did I see Greensight's next worse? Well, no, but we're, we're kind of just going. I think he's interested in Greyjoy and Greyjoy. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Real quick. No, Greensight's the second worst in my opinion. Hold on, real quick. What What can make Brotherhood better? Brotherhood? Yeah. More neutral stuff that's solid? Yeah, or? Bro- Brotherhood will only get better because they'll continue to print neutral characters. And they'll be solid. Which is always good. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, brother Brotherhood will only get better. Sure. Okay. There'll be a chance. Con- it has a brighter future than any of the other... Conclave, short of a, a, a plethora of dope maesters. Even then, will still not be good. Wow, really? I I don't think Conclave will ever be good. You think, like, next wave is is Maester wave, and all we see is non-loyal Maesters, still not good. No. Well, even if they're Alright, so then we go to Greensight. Greensight, uh, once again, uh, during draw phase, look at the top card of each player's deck, kneel your faction card to discard those cards. Oh, Greensight touches my heart so much because I love Pillage. Um, but again, like near your faction card, this is a this is a high price. I really don't think it's that high of a price, but I just think the card's only good in decks that already interact with when you discard X type of card, you get this. Right, so and not exactly. Even pillage. There's so there's, there's what one card that benefits from the corpse like. Agreed. King of Salt Lake. Okay, yeah, because you're on his him. No, King of Salt Lake of Rocks says Pillage explicitly. Yeah, Yeah. just Corpse Lake. Just Just Corpse Lake, which means it's good in Greyjoy. Or Banner Greyjoy. Otherwise, it's a way to, I guess... Corpse Lake's not loyal. What? Corpse Lake's not loyal. Yeah, except for you have to run Greenside as your agenda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bam. Boom. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't I see mean, it being a card to play. Like, it's, it's great to... It's, you might get the chance to filter an amazing card. And if, at the very least, you get to see what card they have in their hand, but yeah. you lose every other bonus that every other agenda gives you. You don't get a banner. Uh, I think you just screw yourself. Yep. Tech nailed it. Do you think that you could break this card? No. Break it? saying make it like overpowered yeah i mean there'd have to be many more cars from yeah, multiple factions they interact with just discarding card not a specific person discarding just the card being discarded I, and, and to be fair like i'm not arguing with you guys i just want to be devil's advocate here yeah i think you'd have to have a lot of other variety 
do you think that there's something to be said about knowing what you're drawing? No. About what your opponent's drawing? Not really. I don't think so. Not in this game. I agree. Not in this game. I think in Magic, it may be. Sure, because you're only well, drawing a card a turn. I think in this game, that's nice, but... If you could, if you told me for free, I could look at the top card of your deck every single turn. Like, in, if there's nothing else I'm losing... Right, I don't have to run an agenda because I don't have other agendas. Then yeah, of course I'd do it. Of course. It's going to help me know a little bit, But right? to run a whole agenda for it, yeah. Not worth it, right? No. Because... Yeah. So wait, hold on, hold on. Do you think if maybe this was like a three-cost location, you would you run the location? No. No. You don't run You don't run the bear in the main fair, which is a zero-cost event to do it. And you can look at the top five of their deck. Yeah, that's fair. Right? That's fair. I did it in the first deck I ever played in a store championship. I played a Martel Rose, and I ran, I think, a Bear in the Main Fair, maybe two, and I always had thought, oh, I'll use it to do my own, and then I was like, wait a second, it's much smarter to do their deck, because the cards I'm going to draw, I'm already going to know. Now, it, you, yes, you can use it for Bear in the Main Fair, you can do your own deck to filter it. I don't want these cards. These cards aren't good for me. These cards are good for me. There we go. However, with it, I was just using it to be like, oh, you know, I could do that. But what I wanted more was to know what you were going to be drawing. Yeah. So yeah. I could filter your deck a little bit because I'm going to see the top two cards in my deck either way. So, I mean, this comes back down to Schrodinger's Cat, right? I guess whenever you look at any card in the deck, sure. Right? Yeah. What are I, you saying? I can look at your card. And I can discard your card. Don't worry about it. I can look at your card and I can discard that. I can look at your card. Holy shit, it's Tywin. Neil my faction card and get rid of it. Of course. Right. But the next card could be Tywin. Exactly. Sure. And the next card after that could be Tywin. Could be Tywin. You so could draw three this. Tywins in a row. With, with this example, so uh, everybody kept saying when Valador Harris came out, Greyjoy Reigns is done. Because they run so many big cost characters. Sure. They're like, oh, they, they're ruined by it. So you know what we did when we were testing for Thrones War? We said, screw that. We're going to run a ton of high gold plots. We're going to run all the big guys. And Pull yeah, you Doe some back. And you know what? I'm going to draw my other Asha off the top of my deck now. You know? And I'm going to be able to afford her because I don't have a bunch of small gold plots that are like utility. It was like yep. the bodies are what's going to take us somewhere. Right. So that's exactly it, right? Oh, you put Tywin at the bottom of the deck. Well, guess what? I have other cards I'm going to play. Where would you guys place? Uh, we had a Greyjoy Reigns that got second, so... Kevin Shannon, yeah, yeah, Kevin Shannon, who Pretty won, awesome. like, the previous two Thrones Wars. Yeah. But what did you guys place as your team overall, though? Uh, what, fifth? Don't like fifth? <laughs> like... Or sixth. It's still solid, though, right? What? Doharis? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying Doharis is a bad card. That's a, it's a, I think, I think it's probably the best reset in the game. Wow. Um, I'd arguably agree. It's probably the best reset of the game, but no, what I'm saying is you can count, we play. countered that. Like we, we found a way to try to counter that. Sure. Am I not a great player? Yeah. So did I do very well? No, but it, it wasn't because Doharis kept beating me, right? Right, right. So, so, so what I'm saying, though, is it's the same idea with Heads on Spikes. You know where, when Heads on Spikes, the only time it's ever going to be good is if I played a high gold plot and I had one character in my hand... And you got that character. Yep. That's the only time that's ever a good plot. Yep. 
I disagree with that. In my yeah, and that's fine. Lots of people do. Everybody in the Facebook book group is like, "Oh no, it's great, it's great, it's great," and I'm like. I think that's actually... There's better that's ways not to like, get two power. If you want to guarantee two power, if that's what you're going after, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's better ways. You can use a discard, too. which is fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. But again, that discard is the same, the RNG or Schrodinger's Cat or whatever. Like, you don't... You discard a card, could have been the worst card in my hand. Oh, sure. I think cards out of hand is different than cards on top of your deck. Arguably, yes. Uh, not necessarily, though. Early, early on... No, I think in general. I think I think cards in hand are resources that you have right there. Cards on top of your deck that could be anything. Yeah, but I'm about to draw two cards. Cards in your hand and exist. I'm not gonna play all seven cards. But cards in your hand exist in the world. Cards in your deck don't yet. I, I understand what you're saying. We've talked about this before. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that that I think that difference is so marginal that it it's almost non-existent. Well, let's go back to this then. Like, and this is off topic, so we'll, we'll, I'm gonna yeah, cut this short yeah, pretty soon. Um, when you play heads on spikes, you have three cards in hand. I can take you down to two cards. That's huge. Sure. But then you draw right? two more. You draw sure. Again, you could have gotten rid of the worst card, man. You don't know what you're getting rid of. No, but I, like you're if, taking a gamble, are you not? I am. And gamble is always RNG. There's always an element of RNG when you gamble. Sure, but like... Unless you know. Unless unless I have two cards in hand and you have played his Viper Eyes. Right, which is why which is why his Viper Eyes and Scene of Flames are a better discard than Heads on Spikes. I agree with you sure. there. But discard, if you're trying to eliminate cards in hand, those exist in the world. Those go down. Those are resources that you don't have anymore. Cards on top of your deck. If I get rid of those, you never had those resources. I would, to begin I, with. I, I would, I would disagree to an extent because there, there are other ways now in this game where just because something went to your discard pile or your dead pile doesn't make it non-existent. Sure, fine, but cards on top of your deck are resources that you don't have yet. You don't know what those are yet. Sure, but you value. don't know what's in my hand. See, but I think that's unlimited value. Like it could be anything. Whereas your hand. That's what I'm it's saying. Like, you don't value. know what's in my you hand know exactly, either. They know exactly what it is. You don't know what it is. You might discard absolute shit. Just like you might discard absolute shit off the top. Or you might discard something amazing and something amazing off the top. Like, I think it's just all RNG at that point. Yeah. Because you, you don't know what's in my You don't know what you're you discarding. If I'm, playing, if I'm playing Night's Watch and you're playing Night's Watch yes. and you just discard a Craven, guess what? I never needed that card. Right. Or you he discard my discard. my dupe of the wall that I never played because I'm waiting discard. for you to play a stupid plot so that you can discard it out of my hand and I get to keep the stuff that I do need. I still feel like that's different than pillage. Yeah, I think it's the same argument. Either way, you're playing some you're doing something that is getting rid of a card that you have no idea what you're getting rid of. I think I agree with that. And so that's fact. Yeah, and so the it, only way it changes is when you have an educated idea of what they have, like Viper's eyes or Tyrell stuff to see the top part. That's the only way it differs. After racing, but, but then they yeah. become the same thing because you know what's in your hand or you know what's on the top. You know what you're discarding either way, oh, I'm not, or your odds of discarding. I, I think his Viper eyes and the scene of flames are better, but I oh, think, I think, they're better than I think heads on spikes is better than pillage, though. Better than pillage, sure. Yeah, give you but that. that doesn't make it good. I give you that. Oh uh, yeah, sure. I mean, that's another argument. But yeah. Yeah, but I but I'm just that. saying, just because one's better than the other, I mean, I, I think both are dumb, bad mechanics. So <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't. They're both bottom of the barrel for me. So. Yeah. 
You don't run heads on spikes in any of your decks? I have, but I didn't think it was <laughs> I ran it because uh, people who are better than me ran it, but looking back, I would probably run do something different, yes. I would not have played heads on spikes in my world set. Looking back... Okay. I did it because Tomas did it, and he's the Night's Watch Guilty King. And I ran one. He ran double, and I was like, I can't commit to that. double on a Night's Watch deck? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Well, because you you need a little (laughs) bit of... The idea is you need a little bit of power gain, but that's where I'm like, that is why it's so wrong. That's not how you get power. Sure. I agree that you shouldn't rely on it for power. I run it in my landing decks because I want to get rid of your hand. With, with, With Queen Cersei on the table... That is the only time that that, that makes sense. Um, all right. Well, because you're getting you you get you get a guaranteed benefit from it. I think we should table this, and we should talk about our favorite plots on another chain. Did we finish all the? We no, talk no, about wait, one more agenda. Faith yeah, Millicent. Oh, but sum up. Greenside sucks. Yeah, yeah. Greenside. Agree. Outside of silly decks. I think it's better than Conclave, because, yeah, you can probably get just a ton of power with Quartzlake, because yeah. Quartzlake doesn't have a limit for some reason. It has three. three oh, sorry. Three yeah, three which is ridiculous. Which is still three eternal. I don't understand where they've gone with passive power in this game. Yeah. That's another topic, but that's ri- it's ridiculous at this it, point. Agreed. It's, uh, I mean, what, what's super impressive... Mace and fucking Hightower and Old Town between the three of them yeah. is fuck that. That's why I lost my Tyrell game. I would have won that game without Mace. Yeah. He had Bitterbridge and it was raping his ass. Then he pulls that combo and I can't do it. Right up the butt. Alright, so so Greenside's bad, Conclave's bad, Brotherhood will someday be better, but right now is in the bottom half agendas by far. Sure. And then we have the Faith Militant, which will be coming out in the next pack. Yeah, so Faith Militant, uh, your non-seven character... Your non... The seven characters cannot gain power. And locations cannot gain power. And locations. Super important. Oh, wow. Actually, it's super important. When you win a challenge, kneel your faction card. And you're not playing those locations out of... Yeah. Sure. ...that agenda. That's fair. When you win a challenge, whatever challenge, kneel your faction card... One of your seven, the seven characters. Participating seven characters. Is it participating? I believe it's participating. Look that up. Take a challenge, take a power from your opponent's faction card and put it on your, the seven character. We're going to look real quick to see if it's participating. From the losing opponent's faction card to a participating, participating. the seven character. Ooh. Oh, wow, that's even worse. That's even worse. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was any as well. No, this is probably. This to me is as bad as Conclave right now, but I, I you know that they're cranked get a few more of the seven characters that that so it'll make it a little bit better. I put it as my third worst, so I have Conclave worse than Greensight, then Faith Milton. I put Faith Milton above Greensight because Faith Milton actually interacts with the challenges. Right, you can get sure. power, and it's interactive. Greensight is just a stupid thing. Yeah, unless unless you're a corpse lake, then it's not like doing anything. Go to the bottom. Yeah. Is it is it attacking participant? No, no. no. Just I think it's win- I think it's winning. Participating. Okay. It's winning. Yeah. Okay. Um, so once a turn, options. once a turn, if you win a challenge, which you normally will, at least once a turn. One. I mean, it's the same with conflict. You can one. steal a power from them and put it on a, the a seven. body. Sure. Right. That can be killed. Very easily. Yep. And and, and, and what? There's like. I mean, with this pack, I think there'll be two of the seven uniques that can be duped. 
They will die. High Sparrow and High Septon. And Catelyn. Sure, okay, yeah. Okay. Even Catelyn. Yeah. She's the seven? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's seven. Boss, what do you think, man? Uh, I'm, I'm with State. Uh, I'm with Alfie on this one. Uh, just. Uh, it's just not good enough yet. It has room to grow the same way that Brotherhood does, but. Yeah, it's just not, it's not great yet. I, I really wish this was just win a challenge with the seven characters and you get a power. I think that'd be, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, but that'd be really, really good. Sure. You essentially have an additional Clash of Kings every turn, but for whatever challenge yes. you want. That's ridiculous. But the seven characters aren't that great. Yeah, but it's not that hard. They're though. arguably not that bad either. They're not terrible. We've talked about they're this. Not, they're expensive. Not, not as bad as Maesters. They're not as bad as Maesters. But, like... No, that would be a ridiculous agenda. That would be ridiculous? Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be ridiculous. All right, all right. So what about, what about, um... Oh, okay. Pull it out, bro. I don't know. I just, the Neil the Faction card, the one time a turn doesn't seem worth it. Ever. No. I'm, I'm struggling to see how powerful your seven characters can be. There's also no seven with the Renown. I think I like this one way more than the Conclave because at least this New Year's Although, Faction, you get, a, you get a power. We're getting that attachment that will turn someone into the seven. Oh, yeah, you can, like, bestow the, the blessing. However, I believe, the way people were talking about that, I think that that's meant to be on your opponent so they, like, can't have other attachments. Yeah. It's not supposed to be... It's not supposed to be... Like a, you could use it as a faith militant, but they were saying that... that uh, the, the, the way everybody was talking about it was if you put it on their guys so that they can't, like, get all these cool attachments. Interesting. Oh, so you, you I thought it was off. like throw it on Tywin so he still has renown. Oh. You're thinking more of like throw it on Big Bob so he can't get cool shit. Yeah, yeah no, he can't get milked or anything. We have milk with sun. I don't know. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you're gonna run. That's the thing, though. Think Go about that attachment. You don't run positive attachments. You don't run sworn to the watch in any death. Any good death does not run sworn to the watch at a night's watch. <laughs> Thoughts? Go ahead. I think we should talk later. You're 100% wrong. I don't think I am. Name a Night's Watch deck that has ever won anything that ran Sworn of the Watch. Fair enough. But that's that. That's what I said. I didn't... No good Night's Watch deck runs Sworn to the Watch. Well, you said good. Yeah, good. You said good... A good deck has to win stuff, not because not because you won a few times against us playing shitty decks. That doesn't make a deck good. Gotta be competitive, man. I think you did you take it to Thrones War? No, but you oh, didn't. that's so weird. Why didn't so you took a better deck and then went three and four. I think you guys are competitive. I think you are as well. You're wrong. We went I three. Think, and I think our records show that we're not. Yeah, Bus, shut up. We're not the best competitive. We're no, so what, what I'm saying is, you, you don't you don't run. You don't run attachments to give your characters labels. Agreed. Lab- yeah, traits or whatever. Like that's not right. A good same idea. thing. Like like no one. There's a couple people who run noble lineage right now for some reason, but nobody runs those. Exactly. Or or little bird or a point yeah, is yeah. you see that in a couple of rain stacks because they you know want to have redundancy with the icons. Yeah. But it's not like ubiquitous, at right. all. No. Um. 
I think the Faith Militant and Brotherhood are two the both the two agendas that could be good. Could get better. As could get better. Grows. And both the two that are the most interesting. But I will say I think Brotherhood has a better upside because there isn't a there isn't a qualification to the the characters you want to run in your deck. No, no. Faith militant. Well, that's what you. Get, that's the thing, right? It's an open space. Yes. Faith militant. However, you can still Very. run like if if they print loyal or non loyal. What if they print characters within a faction? In faction characters that have seven? the seven besides Stark. Yeah. That's a good thing, right? Like, yeah. Like if we get more Stark characters that have the seven trait, like, we could even have a and who, a decent who's the, body. Who's the fucker that went to the seven from Lanny? He's a zero strength right now. Lancel. How cool would that be to have a seven Lancel? Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, just in general, right? But you're right. But that, that's your only seven character out of them. Sure, but that's one. That's a start. I know, but one... Sure, I so said... I, I guess my idea is I have no faith that FFG will ever follow through on some of these themes. Maesters has been crap. Right. The Frey stuff... Oh, so I, I, I did want to talk about this. And, they haven't, and, they and, haven't even tried to. I don't know if it's for another podcast or, or not, but I did want to talk about themes that were started and then just, like, seemed to have just fallen off. We got all this Frey stuff really quickly, and then they just stopped. We got Jenna, and that's it. Yeah. We got the Twins, which is a pretty powerful location. Yeah. But not right now. Walder, I, like I, w- I would love to see like a different Walder. I doubt we'll ever see it. No. I and, and I don't. I haven't read the books. I don't know how many other Frey kids and daughters that are out there, but I'm pretty sure there's more daughters out there. And sons, he has a chunk of sons and daughters. Right, because even oh, so I mean, as a person who's only watched the show, like in the show, he's like, which daughter do you want? Right, and he has all of them. Yeah. So, I mean, that'd be cool. It would be cool to see more Freytech. I totally agree. I don't think it would be cool to see more Freytech. You don't, wait, you don't want to see more Freytech? No, 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 I'm just saying, no, no, I don't, but I, I'm saying, like, that's wasted design space as well. Wait, why don't you want to see more Freytech? Because I don't, I don't, I don't like I don't, the I just, whatever, I don't care about it. Oh, I don't okay. want to play Freys. I don't either. That doesn't I like that they're me. still slightly continuing, and I'm slightly, like, they're continuing Direwolf. I like that. I like that. I think that's a cool theme. Yeah. I think Direwolf is a cool theme. I, I like. I think okay. Stark should push sacrifice. Sure. Which I like that. That do. makes sense for Stark. They have a decently strong like sacrifice game. I want to see like the bastards from the new Martell set. Maybe try to make a bastard deck. Sounds cool. I don't know if it's gonna be good. Sounds yeah. Cool. Eh. And we'll see if it's shitty or not. Uh, is Harmon Uller in the show? Okay. So cool. Uh, I think we went through our bottom agendas. Um, let's go real quick. What's your favorite agenda? Right now? Yeah. Z Man. Agenda. Agenda, Zach. Hi, Anus. Not plots. <laughs> I like Heads on Spikes. It might be my top five. I still really like Fealty for now. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's 
because I play with Tar. She, yeah. It works really well with Tar. Um, Bus, what do you think? I love crossing. I always will. Bus, I gotta say, I love playing against your crossing decks, and I miss you being here because you're the other guy that comes and brings weird shit. You don't bring weird stuff, shit. Are you like, kidding yeah. me? I bring weird stuff all the time, and I just lose with it. And I'm like, oh, this is a stupid deck. I'm not gonna play this anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't bring weird shit. You think you may maybe think you, you maybe you do with like. Cause I know do you, you guys, guys not remember that something. Stark Stag I brought, where I was trying to abuse ice in the weapons? That was cool. Yeah. That's not that weird. What? I think you bring it when you two play, and then. By the time it comes to me playing, I'm, yeah. like, no, no, I'm not fucking playing this deck. I, like, yeah, that was cool. That's, that's one deck. deck. What else you got? He plays weird decks all the time. I played all sorts of stuff, dude. Nice. I mean, the John deck you gave me is the weirdest thing I've seen. You guys are insane. I, I, dude, I swear, I think you... That's also, weird. that's not a weird deck. It actually works pretty well. Like, Yeah, because there, there's a guy who got, like, top eight at the European yeah. Championships who ran a very similar yeah. deck. I'm telling you. Maybe you bring weird decks when you guys play. I don't see your weird decks very often. What weird decks do other people build? Well, he, he builds weird well, what, we, No, no, I think you build, like, bad decks sometimes, but that doesn't make them weird. I build bad decks all the time. Sure. Right? Like, that doesn't make them weird, though. So I'm going by the same definition you're using for weird, of, like, you occasionally build bad decks. So do I. Well, so weird, I build like, weird decks, too, then. I'm using weird, like, pillage or... Old Direwolf or my old Wildlings deck. We've all made. played a Direwolf deck, though. Yeah, old Direwolf sucked, though. New Direwolf was... Yeah, sucked less. Yeah, we all played Direwolves like a but year like, ago, at least. My Wildling deck. Weird and shitty. Yeah, you played it like once, though. Yeah, because it was shitty. So you guys can't say, oh, you you only play a weird deck once, and I only played a weird deck once. Like, what? I haven't seen you play a weird deck. I can't remember the last weird deck you played. I agree. I agree. All right. I was trying to play Bear Brotherhood forever. What's your favorite agenda? I don't know. You go. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I would love to be able to play Crossing as well as Alfie and Bus. I think Alfie and Bus really understand how to build a deck around the three challenges better than I do. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um... To the point where I can build a deck that has the icon spread that I need, but something about it, it just doesn't click. And Alfie and Bus get this thing where they can build these like crossing decks and they work. Where my crossing decks, if they win, they don't win because I'm hitting that third challenge. They win because I've played good cards and they've had renown and I just beat the guy. I tried to tell some bear guy to play crossing. Yeah, I love that. And he was watching the games like... So, uh, maybe not my favorite agenda, but that's the agenda that I really wish I, I, I knew how to play. Um, aside from favorite agenda, like, I, you know what? I, I constantly like doing banners because I always want to do a bunch of shit in my decks. I absolutely hate banners. It's way too many cards. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, crossing, I wish I could, I could nail just perfectly. I've seen, like, I just... There's been games against Bus where he's just nailed crossing three turns and I'm out. And it's been beautiful. Same thing with Alfie. Like, that kind of, like, ability, I just, it's for some reason I just can't grasp that. I'm just so preoccupied with, like, oh, I want these effects to work together that it, it just doesn't uh, happen. 
I wonder if someone playing the crossing deck who has like a good idea of how exactly to execute the crossing agenda, like playing against someone who doesn't really have an idea of how to do it best, I wonder if that just works better. As opposed to someone who like has an idea of how to really execute it can try to stall it or you know That's interesting. Somehow like if he's playing crossing and I'm playing something different, if I know crossing as well, do I know how to block him better? Or just yeah, I think it, I think you do. Yeah, I, or even the fact that you don't like. Okay, so I took it as the way of think like poker. Poker players have a very distinct way that they play, and when someone plays against that grain, it screws them up. So like, does that work the same way for crossing? Right. Because you are very dependent on. You guys understand what you're saying, though. You're basically saying, oh, I'm a good player who knows your deck. I know how it works best, so I know how to make sure it doesn't fire in all cylinders. Oh, sure, yeah. That makes That's sense. just the sound of a good player. Um, the guy who won War, Nick Hansen, he recently wrote a... Uh, he did a little... He posted his deck on Thrones TV, kind of did a little like write-up type thing. It was like super short, and he basically gave like two sentences about each game. And in one of them, every time it was ranked, he said... I know in Reigns, the way I beat Reigns is to stop them from triggering Reigns. <laughs> so, which is interesting, because... One point, that's all. Uh, yeah, you know, and so, he knows how to win this matchup, because he's a good player. He knows this matchup very well, he knows, alright, how do I beat this deck? And this is this is one of the things, this is one of the problems I had going into uh, War, was I faced these decks I had never seen before. I didn't know how they work, so I don't know how to stop it. I ran into a Bear Crossing. Never seen anybody play Bear Crossing before. I heard there was going to be a Bear Crossing, and I heard like some of the stuff it has in it. Saw some of that stuff, but I still didn't know how that that game feels. I don't know how to make sure it doesn't roll over me, which is exactly what it did. You know, because there were times where I would play defensively, or I would play offensively because the defense wasn't working. I was like, do I do I go first or I want to go second in this matchup? I don't know. You know, because they got Mel, they got Robert out now. You know, and it's like. Oh, he can intimidate my guys down. Oh, he can be really strong. Like, things like that. If you if you know the matchups, you know how to make sure that you can you can try to turn the tide and, and make that matchup more favorable for yourself. So yes, Bus, I would agree that if you know crossing really well, it's easier to know, like it's easier to play against anytime, right? If I know Night's Watch yeah. Fealty really well, I know how to beat Night's Watch Fealty. And that's why a lot of times when you're testing for big tournaments or whatever, I think it's smart to sometimes play against your deck. Have someone else who knows your deck play the deck. You play against it, and so you know what you're going to see is you're going to see more weaknesses in your deck. You can either tweak or you can see, okay, how do I stop this? How do I – I got to make sure I get that begging brother out because Varus ruins my day. Things like that, right? And so I, I think a lot of that is knowing your matchup and, and so. So what's your favorite agenda? I, I like crossing because I think it's easy to build and play, but I wish I was better at Reigns. Reigns is very interesting to me because I think it's so powerful. It's so interactive. And so yeah. I want to play a ton of Reigns decks or whatever, but then I'm like, I think I'm just not very good at it. There, uh, there was for a long time, I was trying to play like a Tyrell Reigns uh, when I would like, you know, play online and stuff. And I kept coming through, I'm like, on the first turn, honestly, I was like, I don't really want to trigger Reigns. What do, what do I need? Yeah. You know? Um, and, and so I think I need to, I need to, a lot of times the way I learn how to play something is I watch people who are better than me play. Sure. I watch decisions they make, and I'm like, oh, that was smart. You know? 
let me think about that next time I'm playing. Like, is that a decision that helps me as well? And so I, I think I just need to see people who are better with range do well with range. Sure. And you pick up the points of And not just, oh, I got my big bodies out. They yeah. didn't have a reset, so I won. Yeah. Right. Like, no, I understood. You did this move because of that. And this leads me into this move. Great example of this. I actually laughed and I kind of felt bad about it. But in the top something, top 32, top, I think it was top 32, one of the guys on my team was playing Greyjoy Reigns. He was playing against a Martell Wolf. Martell Wolf guy has no characters on his board. Greyjoy Reigns has Big Asha, Victarion, a Begging Brothers with two gold, and a Lordsport Shipwright. Uh, Martel Wolf player wards the begging brother, Marshall Sparrows. His whole goal is, all right, well, I'm going to clear your board now so that you don't have all these characters on your board. Sure. And, you know, and he had to ward that begging brother. This is a great play, right? Ward the begging brother, make sure he can't trigger off it, sure. then play your bears. So, uh, oh, and he played marched. That, that, uh, he played marched that turn. So the Greyjoy Reigns player thinks to himself and says, okay, how do I make sure Varys doesn't get triggered? Does a military with Victarion. Guy has no, Martell has no military icons. He wins the challenge, claim, kills the begging brother, intimidates down Varys, then does an entry challenge with Asha, flips into Reigns, Riddle, marches Varys away. Nice. Right? Like, that's the type of play, and he did it. And the way he did it, he like, like, it and he like threw down the Varys' room and goes, <laughs> and like throws his head up, and I just had to laugh, because I was like, I've never seen him. I couldn't, I was like, oh man, how is he going to get out of this? Totally forgetting, I'm basically playing this deck, right? You, yeah, you Varys Riddle, that's what you do. But he played it perfectly, and he got out of this situation, and I thought it was an amazing, amazing play, right? It, but it's like, that's the type of things where it's like, you make these decisions that you know... This is how I get out of this, right? Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't just that he played it. It was, he did it so fast. He literally, it was just like, whap, 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 whap. Yeah. Like, picked all the cards up and threw it down, and he was like, yeah, there you go. Go on yeah. play. This is what it happens. Yeah. He looked at it. He was like, easily what? able to assess the situation and say, all right, military the Vic, uh, you know, this, uh, kill begging brother, kneel down with intimidate, uh, Varys, in, intrigue, boom, boom, it was so fast, you're right. It was like he did it so quickly because he just he saw it immediately and knew. And he knows I wish I could play Reigns that well, but I can't. Yeah. Right. I agree with that completely. I totally do. Because when I play Reigns, I've never had to play that amazing. It's intimidating. There's so much. When I play Reigns, it's like, sweet, I'm going to Reigns into Filthy, kneel someone out, and then I'm going to get another challenge through. Yeah. Or I'm going to play Reigns into Cutting Coppers, and I'm going to draw some cards. Uh, that's sick. Yeah, agreed. Reigns is dope. I think Reigns... Uh, is it Evergreen? Reigns, yeah. I was in the landing box. Okay, good. I think that'll... That'll be there forever. And Wars, obviously. Wars to come will be in the Martell box, so that'll be around forever. Wow, the crossing will go away. That'll probably... That'll probably be my favorite agenda after... Uh, it drops just because I I think the utility is just so high on it. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, yeah. so crossing. When when will crossing fall off? It was in the first cycle. Yeah. So it'll fall off as soon as they release the first pack of the eighth cycle, which is in two cycles or ninth cycle. We're in the 
fourth. We're in the oh, we're only the fourth. I thought, okay. Yeah, I think it's as soon as the ninth one starts. Yeah, as soon as the ninth one, the first pack of the ninth cycle drops. Drops. The first two cycles will cycle out. Okay. So we'll lose. Have the hound. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll like. Also, I mean, this is in what we're in cycle four, so we have four more cycles. Yeah. That'll be two years from now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Um, I thought that was pretty good. Pretty good. Are we happy yeah. with that? Yeah. yeah. I like that. That was awesome. Yeah, was Alfie. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit long, but I, I think that that was good for a conversation. Uh, we hoped for an hour, and we're a little bit over that, but that's not that bad. All right. Um, Bus, thank you for joining us. As as ghetto as this was. Yeah. I'm always gonna be here. Um, I cannot wait. If it's just me and you next year at, at Thrones War, uh, it's still gonna be amazing. Yeah, twelve months. We'll figure it out. All right. If and if anything, I will see you at Bayside in a couple months. Yes, sir. All right. Later, dude. All right. Peace later. Bye, guys. Bye.